five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Masaki Miyagawa. Welcome to the show, my friend. How are you doing? Hey, ready to rock. Happy uh, Friday, everybody. We got it. We got it. We got a lot going on in the crypto markets. <laughs> we, got, we got a lunar eclipse. We got a Friday the 13th yeah. and a Mercury retrograde. Have might we... might want to buy some diapers before next week because uh, it's going to drop more. <laughs> have, have, we, have, we, have we hit the trifecta here? Well, you know what? Well, Pluto's, uh, retro- Pluto's retrograde too. Let's throw that in there. I think uh, it was over a month and a half ago I came on and gave that forecast. Yeah, we're going to talk or about that. Or that warning, let's say. that, that, that uh, I keep getting uh, texts and emails about your... Well, and you know, I, I take these things seriously. Uh, it's not off the cuff, but... Right. Because, you know, it, it could go the other way too, but... Um, I felt since we did a workshop and a lot of, you know, your viewers were in the workshop in December. That's right. Just to give a heads up because uh, there's a lot of people, they've never had crypto before. And basically we've been on a downtrend. Yep. For months, right? Yep. So, but if you wake up one day, like (laughs) it's coming soon, you wake up and see Bitcoins at like 20K where it was like at like, the mid forties or something, you're going to freak out, but your viewers got a head, you know, in the, in uh financial markets, Robert, yeah, a day is a lot of lead time. Oh, a week. It, yeah. They got like six plus weeks. So. If you, if you get a day in, in the financial world, you can make uh-huh. a killing. Uh-huh. So let's uh, bring people up to speed here uh, and let sure. them know. Cause some people may not know who you are, though. I find that hard to believe. Uh, based on the audience here. This is my my good friend, Masaki Miyagawa. And uh, he's on here today to talk about what's happened in the past, what's happened in the present, mm-hmm. and what we might be able to experience in the future. And I asked Masaki to come on to the show because he was, we, we, we did a crypto webinar together, which was a very successful webinar. Um, you were able to synthesize the basic foundation and principles of cryptocurrency, uh, the, uh, the, the cold fusion wallet, the hard ledger. I mean, it was A to Z, soup to nuts. <clears throat> and then because I feel like you felt a degree of responsibility for your information, which I really, uh, you know, admire you for. You, you, you just, you said, listen, I want to get on your show because you reached out to me 
you said, I want to come on your show and I want to talk about where this is headed, especially because, you know, your people were part of the webinar that we did. So I feel incumbent upon them to give them a heads up. And to be clear, uh, you, you know, when we went into this world, you know, you, you, took the, you, you took them out to the rings of Saturn on some of this stuff, but you were also talking about things that were very fundamental and basic. And it wasn't like you or I were telling people, hey, this is a get rich quick scheme. And if you do these things, you know, you're on, you know, you're, you're on, uh, you know, you know, Cush Street for the rest of your life. So there was a lot of really pragmatic advice and uh, tempered expectations when we did this webinar. So then you came back on, this was what about four weeks ago, right? About four weeks ago. Oh, I think it was closer to like a month and a half. Month and a half. Okay. Six weeks ago. And then you came onto my show and you basically scoped out where the crypto market was going and you nailed it to a T and just, just to show people, cause I have a visual here that I can share with people. This was a, this was given to me by Rod, who listened to your advice, by the way. Mm-hmm. And Rod did uh, A-OK, I think. Well, uh, you know, if uh, if you had sold to buy back, you know, I said there's two options. Just know that there's going to be a big drop and you could sit and hold through. Mm-hmm. Or you could sell a portion of your holdings to buy back lower. Right. If they would have sold a portion, uh I think you could, you're already either at or close to doubling your position and we have more to drop. So, <laughs> yeah. So this is it. This is, this is the day. This is the day you, you nailed the peak right there. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. That that's a good to know. You that's nailed the know. peak and then here we go. And then, wow. An inversion. Of, of the parabolic it's a parabolic but it's a parabolic drop right so and it's interesting because it almost matches where this high was and then we can see the crater effect and then the upward rise and then people looks like people are, are pulling out here right uh-huh. and then and then here's a low and like okay we're going to stock up on the low we're going to hit this high and then at that point which is almost to the day that you predicted this everything begins to go like this. So congratulations on putting in all the hard work and the effort to understand these cycles from all these different perspectives and give people a heads up. Not many people can do that. Well, you know, also, uh, there's other people in the space that I consider even higher level. Um, like they very much specialize in, that's all they do, right? Crypto. Yeah, And a lot of them, although I, I think I mentioned the last time, the events are happening sort of in the same sequence, but <laughs> that spring run, which a lot of us expected from the end of last year, yep. it was pretty flat. So, you know, the timing of the crash, I, I said in December at the workshop, probably it's going to look like this, we'll get a spring run and then it's going to crash. Yep. Well, the crash is happening. This is we didn't get any run, and I think Robert that uh, it's a combination of the Ukraine war, right? Yep. yep. Uh, 
and then also this is highly manipulated yeah we'll, yeah. we'll get into what happened in the last couple of days but yeah look, this so, is all like central bank like big mover stuff you know yeah so. we're, we're gonna tap into your expertise here it seems like when it hit that peak it was sort of a return to kind of an original position like you know it wasn't a major run but it kind of got up to a place where it was before it had kind of fallen off it's like okay it's stabilized if you got in low which is what that that trough period was mm -hmm. the other side of the parabolic drop then you made some money right but then yeah. that peak period lasted all of what maybe 24 hours at the most right there's your day right there and you can just, well, you, can just you can just follow the next day there's there's more and more and well, more and more right well you, you know robert uh even though i've been doing i'm not i would say i'm like upper middle as far as like my level of, of the crypto yeah but even me looking at this every day if if i would have taken major profits in october november last year mm -hmm. oh i could do some major damage <laughs> buying at these lows but the thing is is that you never really know 100 percent. so even me selling some of my positions to buy back lower i'm actually sitting on most of my crypto yeah because uh for somebody like me that's been stacking or accumulating crypto for a while i'm actually trying to just if i feel i have a winning position i kind of want to defend it i don't want to i'm not trying to be too risky because anything could happen right so yeah. uh, it could go the other way too where things start running probably right now it's like 99.9 percent .9 of cryptos they're gonna they're gonna dump some more but you know i'm looking at my time window is about like two and a half years out that's that's what i'm so the gains that i'm trying to lock in or just make sure like i have a very good bet right yeah that's my time window so you know that's uh but definitely like right now um it's not just a crypto crash it's this i think this is a big part of the financial reset yep and probably robert we're gonna have a drop probably the bottom probably won't be in for at least another few weeks which a lot of people would say didn't we already drop a lot i think that uh we could see maybe like 17 18,000 bitcoin yeah i was gonna, i was going to say right around 15 that's what i think is the floor well, we could wake down but if you look at the retracement you know yeah. those technical analysis retracement yeah. lines yeah it's around 17,000 yeah my 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 instincts was just saying 15 so okay. yeah, so, well, somewhere, said, somewhere, I, somewhere in that area. And by the way, for some people, $2,000 is actually a lot of money as we've seen. So the last time I was on, I was saying like, yeah, we could say some incredible lows, like 20 K and mm. we were at 40, the mid forties at, at that time. Right. I think we're going to go below that. But once we hit a bottom, I think we'll rally for a few months and then <laughs> there's going to be another crash this fall, I think. Mm. And yeah. because if you just look at the so let me ask you a question really quickly. Okay, Let, yeah. let's take a look at the fall potential fall crash. And by the way, I've only got you till about twelve forty-five. Okay, I want to I want to pick your brains as much as possible here. Okay. Um, so we we have these theoretically we have the midterms coming in November. Yeah. Do you think that the crash would happen after the midterms or before the midterms? Probably before before 
they may not you know what it's highly manipulated but they may not be able to totally control it this is the way things are going i mean look at like two plus years of lockdowns right um the, the thing is is that you know robert we talked about this from the trump era once you open pandora's box and everything is so highly manipulated it's you know they can't control everything no, they once, can't. once you're in a full-on yeah. collapse can you really control everything you i don't can't, you can't stop an avalanche once it gets right. started yeah. so I, I i think that uh yeah we probably hit bottom in crypto in june mm-hmm. and then we'll rally for a few months and then i don't have a timing down right now um like you saw up until this point like from the end of last year i was feeling like pretty much the major events I had. Yeah, you, you and I talk almost every day. So, so I'm not exactly sure the sequence of the fall crash. It yeah. could start as soon as September, but definitely I think October would be like <laughs> the final drop. And we could go down to about, I, th- I think 9,000 Bitcoin. And that would completely be demoralizing and wash people out but guess what robert the good thing is is that my this is my personal view okay and not financial advice but in a way it's a gift because there's still a lot of people that if you wanted to get crypto they're like oh you know i missed out and all this trust me if bitcoin's at nine thousand per bitcoin the altcoins the smaller coins are going to be completely crushed Yep. That doesn't mean that some couldn't run also and then fall back down. Like Shiba Inu, one of my favorites. I think Shiba Inu could actually run up quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And then it's going to fall back with everything else. But if if you were looking to pick up crypto, this is a gift. Yeah, I, I, I feel that way too. I mean, if you yeah. if you can muster, if you didn't get just crushed mm-hmm. uh, and you could muster up a little nerve, I would say that July to let's mm-hmm. say September period, I think could be a good, a good time uh, to get in. I'll say this also again, not financial advice, but I was saying that my time window is to the end of 2024. Mm-hmm. That, that's when I think you're going to see the, the kind of multiplier and you know, the run that I want. Right. Mm-hmm. But some of my favorite coins I think are going to do, over 100x but you're not gonna see it this year we could go like maybe like right and, and, and who, on who's some to, of these coins but and, yeah and you know me i'm, I'm like, like a you know i'm a shit coiner so right. i don't even look at a coin unless uh i i play i'm a little more leveraged than say if i help an older person with their portfolio but i could do what i want right yeah i i know the risk so but the coins that i look at i'm looking at you know, thousand X potential. <laughs> so not financial advice for other people, but for me, that that's what I'm looking at. And, you know, I'm pretty serious about it. Yeah. So, uh, even though, I mean, this, a, we're going through a big dump right now and it, you know, it is connected to the other markets because the, the regular wall street stock markets are dumping. You're going to have probably a bond implosion, you know, every, everything, this is, this is the reset. The, the two years watching, of lockdown, yeah. that was phase one. This is phase two, yeah. right? We're, so we're, we're watching but, another iteration of the controlled demolition here. 
but yeah, I think that, you know, doesn't that make sense though? They're going to completely crush the crypto market, but then I think next year you'll see some moves, but definitely by 2024, you could see some hundred X plus moves on some of these, uh, favorite points so, so let's yeah. talk about that in a second i want to revisit that maybe we can end on that. yeah okay the things that i want to bring up here first you and i were not really scheduled to talk about this but did okay. you see that uh that elon musk has put the twitter purchase on hold have you seen that oh yeah well you know he uh he's relying on i think he's like borrowing against his tesla stock right so you know all the tech stocks are way down right right and also like, what, what do you think his position was with his uh, crypto holdings prior to all this? Do you think he got out and got got as much li liquidity as possible? Or do you think this is actually playing a role in his uh, cold feet with Twitter, which he which at this point he's blaming on the fact that Twitter has a bunch of unverified users who are bots and uh, shill accounts? What do you, so what do you what do you think is really going on there? You know what? I'm just looking in my mind, and aside from all the little factoids, I kind of feel like Elon Musk. Um, I just see him smiling. So I'm sure people at that level, they they know far ahead. It's hey, if I don't have any special context, and I saw this coming, like, <laughs> yeah, what do you think? What do you think? But months know, ago, right? right? You don't think yeah. he really knows? So, um. You know, if you're at that level, I, I'm sure that they've made arrangements or something. They, you know what? The thing is, like I was saying, you know, six six weeks ago, something I gave an alert on your show, right? Mm -hmm. And you know, if you make a move hours or a day ahead of time, you can really do things financially, right? Mm -hmm. These are insiders. I don't have any special connections. I'm just I'm just an observer, right? You don't think Elon Musk has the inside track on well, I'm sure, you know, what's going to happen? Absolutely. Yeah. Until somebody gives him the wrong inside track and then they, they yeah. double cross him, which happens a lot too. Yep. Um, let's get into uh, Tether. Why is te what, what is Tether? Why is Tether important? And why did Tether implode? Well, it's not Tether that it imploded. It was another one, uh, UST. UST. But, but yeah. Uh, yeah, so in, well, you know, crypto, it really started out with Bitcoin which is sort of like a digital digital money right mm -hmm. um but as time went on you know you have more and more exchanges you know in the beginning robert it was actually somewhat difficult to buy crypto unless you were tapped into that world right there's a bunch right. of nerds basically yep. right yep um but you know then you had like 24 I can't remember exactly. Was it 2013, 2014 at Mount Gox? It was uh, exchanges, crypto exchanges. And the first one was actually, I think they were like collectibles, like baseball cards. It was a site in Japan. Mm -hmm. and they started doing Bitcoin. That was, to my, my knowledge, that was the first major crypto exchange. But as you had more and more, you know, exchanges pop up for trading purposes, it's very convenient to have a, a play token you know like how you go to the arcade and you give them a dollar they give you these like tokens to put in the machine mm -hmm. well uh you had these stable coins pop up where 
one stable coin equals one US dollar typically. It's supposed to be pegged, right? And you could take these tokens and swap them for whatever crypto you want on another exchange. Very good for trading because, uh, especially for tax purposes and that kind of thing, um, there's no real, you know, you're not, you're not trading like two cryptos that, that are, have a floating value. If you have a stable coin, you, you can, you know, like right now, right? Hop out of a position and then you hop back in, right? right so right, if right. you had like a profit or loss on the position you sold, it's like, yeah, yeah, you have to consider that for tax purposes. But with a stable coin, it just makes it simpler. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then also, uh, um, although, so you were talking about Tether, which mm -hmm. is a very popular one that didn't implode yet, but USDT Tether, uh, it is known that they have been printing Tether tokens just like the Federal Reserve. They're just, they're just printing them out of nothing, right? Right. And there's an ongoing, uh, I think it's a New, New York Attorney General is investigating Tether. Mm -hmm. And Tether will implode at a certain point. I'm actually sitting in a lot of Tether right now. So, so would, would, it be, but, would it be more uh, useful and secure if you wanted to die? Yeah, there's other ones like die. Uh, there was UST, which just imploded. That's the one but we're going to talk about. Let me just yeah. say, like, for Tether, again, not financial advice. And I hope, I hope to God, Robert, it stays stable because I actually – so this is, you know, in the – more general understanding of crypto mm -hmm. crypto is aquarian right yep and aquarius rules technology and metaphysics such as astrology tarot among other things right yep. so if you get a cross of the two it's a good combination so i've had several uh tarot card readings from different readers that don't know anything about crypto mm -hmm. and they said that tether should be okay for this for this crash but it will implode at some point. So, but the one thing about Tether, even though it's it's unbacked, they've just been printing it like hell. Let me tell you something. The crypto market would not have developed to this point if you didn't have Tether. So you could say it inflated the market, you know? Right. Um, but, you know, Tether's been around for a while, but you have these other emerging stable coins. Like you're saying, there's DAI, D-A-I, and there's... Uh, uh ust the one that just imploded right and then there's um that coin but coinbase has theirs right so uh usdc yeah that's actually <laughs> i think is a goldman sachs and you know coinbase is basically government crypto right so you know goldman sachs they have a major hand in um usdc uh which is uh if you have a coinbase account and the coinbase atm debit card you load the Coinbase ATM debit card with uh, USDC stablecoin tokens. Like one of those tokens equals one dollar. Right. right. You can swipe it and spend crypto that way. But uh, the last, I think it was Wednesday, was when the major event happened. Right. So there was this ecosystem. It's several coins, right? Uh, connected to. It's called the Terra network. Right. It's the Terra Luna, right? So you had this stable coin Terra uh, USD. It's mm -hmm. UST is the ticker, but it's like the Terra stable coin. Right. And then you had Luna, 
which is the larger crypto, and they work like as a pair, and they they call it a algorithm stablecoin. So you know, there's a relationship where supposedly if one drops some value, people should you know swap for that one, and then it'll you know balance out. But right, right, right. <laughs> Well, we're in the age of chaos, right? We're, yeah. we're entering the age of chaos, age of Aquarius, right? It's working on certain assumptions. Like there will always be interest in this ecosystem and people are not going to head for the hills and try to, you know, run with their money. That's exactly what happened. Right? So there, so there, there was basically a bank run on. Right. Well, well, and then also, cause when you're talking about these kind of things, uh, with like staking and those kind of things is DeFi, right? Decentralized mm -hmm. finance. Right. So there's a lot of these protocols, coins, you know, yield farms that are there. Obviously now people are seeing it's risky, right? Mm -hmm. One of the things about, you know, Terra Luna is they had this anchor protocol, yep. which is like, you know, they're kind of like DeFi. Yeah. It's part of the DeFi ecosystem. You could stake UST for twenty percent. That's unsustainable, you know. Yeah. Even uh, Crypto.com, they have their Crow token, which uh, <laughs> they renamed Kronos for some reason. Robert is mm. a Crow CRO, but they were given eight percent on their top tier uh, crypto ATM debit card. Mm -hmm. They just dropped it to four because eight percent was unsustainable for them. The Terra Luna, the Anchor Protocol, they're getting twenty percent. You know, yeah. so number one, uh, it was just, and you know, there were some voices, there were some YouTubers and people on Twitter saying that you know what, you better be careful of this UST and this uh, the Luna Terra Luna. So I think it, you know, the Luna coin, it went from one hundred twenty just a few weeks ago mm -hmm. to point zero 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 zero. It basically went to zero. Right. This was a top 10 crypto, Robert. Yep. So you, you, you know, I sent you some of the tweets. There are people that they lost millions of dollars. Imagine millions of dollars going to zero overnight. Yeah. I, I would. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure I can handle that. I mean, oh, I, there, I, there's I could been probably handle the reality. Also. I mean, I've, I've had, I've had nothing in my life. Like, you know, I've been the guy searching around my couch for change. So, but if I had a million and then it went to zero, that I'm, that would be an intense reality. And this is total uh, with the, you know, totally like South Node Scorpio also. Well, and we have the Luna thing with, with the lunar eclipse too. Well, well, think about this, Robert. I was texting you last night. Doesn't it sound like the time we're in like Terra Luna? It's like Terra reminds me of like Taurus or something, right? And then it is the Taurus. Luna, lunar eclipse. Taurus, Taurus really rules the earth. Yeah. Also, also I think that this crash you know people can look into it but i think this crash with the ust and the luna uh it happened maybe one day after we went into uh jupiter and aries yeah so there might be something around that you know yeah yeah i've been yeah i've been trying to wrap my head around these these nodes and especially the south huh. nodes uh, and where we are now with that South Node in Scorpio, we're seeing some of it with the crypto market in a big way. Um, and th the universe, the omniverse is telling you, hey, we have a lunar eclipse and 
Luna just went dark. I mean, really, that's well, what happened. Well, the the other thing is is that uh, people, you know, it's confirmed that people have committed suicide over the this collapse of the Terra Luna. Yeah, and you know, there's that's just the one that's the main focus of the news items right now. But there's a lot of positions that people held that went down. But I would say that. Um, that's total South Node Scorpio because you're talking about like loss of assets, uh, right. and then South Node Scorpio. You, that could literally mean people leaving this Earth, right? Right, and we've seen we've so. seen a lot of that. And again, you, you know, it's dark, right? We we have this. We're in the dark moon phase here right now, yep. and we've been in the eclipse window for about seven days, seven and a half days already, and uh, it just makes too much too much sense. It's like. Yeah. Can I so throw out some some quick yeah like bullet points? Okay, number yeah. one, uh, if you have any crypto on a crypto exchange, get a hard wallet and you know get it off the exchange. Send it to a personal wallet because right, especially now you you should have done this like weeks ago, but now that things are like boo, mm -hmm. you know, uh, there's you know been rumors of cyber attack these kind of things, especially some uh, popular exchanges like Coinbase, you know, Coinbase, they're going to Coinbase could go bankrupt. Everything's but right. guess what, Robert? It could be that it's not a cyber attack. Coinbase, they could like go into uh, bankruptcy. That's yeah. Absolutely. So if that happens, any of the crypto on their exchange, it could be seized for a bankruptcy proceeding, right? Yep. But if you yep. have it off the exchange, then no problem. Right. Number two, never trade with leverage or well i would say don't don't take out any loans or you know borrow against credit cards yeah, yeah if you haven't if you haven't learned from the great depression yeah from studied history you may want to bone up yeah. on that because that's that's one of the things that's gotten people into trouble with this you know well why you know it's bad to lose money but why are people you know thinking about jumping out of windows is because they were trading with leverage or uh, against a house or something like that. And now they're caught, right? Yeah. So never trade with leverage. And um, other than that, I would just say that, um, like I mentioned earlier, we're going to have, you know, this, we're going to continue to go down, especially after this, this May 16th uh, eclipse, the Scorpio moon yeah. eclipse in the yeah. 16th. Yeah. That'll, I think, accelerate more selling uh and then we'll we'll bottom out and then it should rally for a few months but then we will have another crash this fall so i think that if you have some gains between the bottom of this crash and the next one in the fall you might want us to think about selling a portion or something like that you know just like i just like i did before right. this crash yeah. started yeah I think I'm going to have to do it again in a couple months, right? Mm -hmm. Because what I learned is, you know, they have the hodl thing where you just sit and hold your position. Yeah. I could have a lot more Robert, if I, you know, and I'm not, you know, I'm not a person to sell the entire position, but take the cream off the top. You see these moves? Mm -hmm. If it goes like this and you don't take any profit, you're going right. to give it back up. Yeah. The hodl, so, the hodl is a collective agreement that people have. Yeah. And they believe that if they all hodl or hold, yeah. that they'll maintain the price and the price yeah. could even go higher. Like all, all, 
you know, a tide rises all boats, right? Raises all boats. So that's the whole idea behind that. But even if people are hodling, it doesn't always mean that the currency will sustain itself or even, or even grow for that matter. Well, you know what? I'm not a day trader, but uh, I think the, the professional financial people, you know, they're not that emotionally attached to positions. So, oh no. Um, yeah. Well, I'll put it to you this way, Robert. Shiba Inu, it peaked, I would say, about four times above where it is right now. Mm-hmm. But I didn't sell at the top. <laughs> well, I, I sold, I sold right before this dump. Right. But even then, Robert, if I bought back in today, I would double my position. We're gonna, we're gonna dump more. Right. So that's what I was saying, you know, when I gave the heads up over a month ago, you didn't even have to be, you know, that keen on crypto or trading or whatever, because I sold, at, you know, at a low and I, I'm still going to be able to double my position. Right. You know? so, yeah. yeah. What about this uh, Do Kwan guy? What, what, what okay. You- so Do Kwan, some people, I mean, it's terrible. Some people are calling him like, like the Homer Simpson, do like D O H do Quan. Yeah. So he was the president of the, the Terra Luna, you know, coins, the ecosystem. Yep. Uh, Korean, South Korean guy. And, um, the guy's only like 30, 31. He was born in 91. So he's a millennial still. He's he, he, yeah. he's young. This is crazy, right? A guy that that's young is controlling the financial destiny of millions of people. <laughs> well, he's got Pluto and Scorpio and uh-huh. it's, it's a late degree, right? Because Pluto probably right around then is around maybe 24, 25. Uh-huh. So, so his Pluto would be conjunct this eclipse. Well, right? um, people, so apparently he lives in Korea. Yeah. Uh, people went, somehow they found out where he lived and they're oh after him. They knocked on his door or something like that. But uh, very arrogant, I would say, guy, if you look at his uh, interviews. Mm-hmm. And um, he actually made another, I forget the name, a couple years ago, he made another stable coin that collapsed also. See, people didn't do their homework. I would say invest in what you, if you know, you got to understand or feel comfortable with what you're putting your money in. Yeah. And a lot of people, they just said like, oh, it's a top 10 coin. I could get 20% interest. Shoot, just park my money there. Well, you just lost everything, right? But uh, very interesting, Robert. Uh, I ran his birthday, which I believe is September 6, 1991. Right. You combine all the numbers. Uh, the primary number in numerology is a life path, full combination of the birthday. Yeah. Life path eight, Robert. Eight's the number of uh, Saturn Capricorn. Life path eight's one of the more difficult ones to ride. And that basically represents this guy, Do Kwan. Uh, his lifetime difficulty or challenge is, you know, big wins and big losses financially and also the lesson of power, right? So he was very arrogant even, I think, as recently as like a month ago. It might even been less than that. He was saying, oh, yeah, 95% of these cryptos, they're going to die off, you know, haha. <laughs> he goes, I know what I'm doing. And with less than a month, it could have been just a few weeks, his his project implodes right and i think it went from something like 40 billion market cap the luna coin Mm -hmm. to half a million 
Do you talk about 40 billion? Yeah. Oh, to, to like half, half a billion, you know? Yep. So it basically went to zero. That's crazy. Yeah. But, um, so people will ask the question, where does that money go? Does it just evaporate? Uh, well, in a generality, if you were shorting the market, you know, there's always money to be made, Robert. Right. But I think well, why is this happening? Cause we really didn't go into it. Uh, I'm pretty certain that there are big financial powers that, um, you know, there were names being thrown around like Citadel, BlackRock. They've been preparing this for a while, yeah. probably months at least. And uh, these hedge funds, they're in banking powers. They're at all of the Bitcoin Miami conferences and things like that. And people right. knew they were there and they were probably making contacts and scoping out who's going to be the best uh, victim. Right. Mm -hmm. I think Doquan, he didn't have he didn't know the secret handshake or whatever secret handshakes he whatever group he's in it wasn't strong enough because <laughs> he got taken out you know right. so what are the implications of this well number one you know it came out the same day basically janet yellen you know fed they're saying okay there's a problem with these stable coins and we're gonna have to heavily regulate it right so it gives them a excuse a reason to regulate crypto more Yep. Um, number two, I think that they're washing out the market to make money, but then also we're in a general market collapse this year. So I think they just don't want any safe haven in crypto right now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's like you're, you're controlling the flow of the market and, hurting people in certain directions. Right. So, um, but I, I still do think that long-term, if you're talking like year two out, if you, you watch crypto and you understand where it's going, I think there's still value there, you know, and I'm a, I'm a realist too. I'm heavily yeah. invested, but I'm a realist. Yeah. And let me tell you something, Robert. I had multiple, I was saying, I had multiple tarot card readings because it's so, it's such a minefield right now mm -hmm. for the markets. Uh, and even though all three readers who don't know anything about crypto all said that Tether stablecoin should be okay for now, mm -hmm. that's three confirmations, right? In my mind, I still know it could still implode, right? You got to have that understanding because with crypto, it's Aquarian, so... Yeah, you can't. I mean, you you never know for sure. But why am I in it? it. You well, you know why? It. Because eventually, this thing's gonna go to the moon. <laughs> so, you know? Yeah. And I would say this too: in in like a year or two, if you're sitting on major profits, and I'm talking major profits, right? Take those profits because I don't think crypto will be. Uh, if you have millions sitting on the table, or say hundreds of thousands, or even a hundred thousand, mm -hmm. right? You may want to take it off the table at that point, like in like two years, because uh, that may disappear in the future, right? So, well, yeah, I think I think there will always be some form of blockchain yeah. and cryptocurrency moving forward, even if it's you know the so-called national or or federal global version of it, which isn't all that interesting. 
But I also feel like there are going to be other tokens and other blockchains that will still exist. And if you if there is value there and you can derive value from it and there's a, a either a third party or underground uh, way of redeeming that value, then you know I think there's a long position. I don't think it's going away. Um, I, I feel like you know things are getting shaken out mm-hmm. and 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 I do believe that that two year period that you're talking about is kind of on the mark astrologically we go into that uh saturn saturn and pisces territory neptune and pisces i'm really concerned and i was thinking about this today Uh, i'm really concerned when the nodes go into uh aries and libra i'm concerned about that nodal shift uh that would be next summer right yeah i'm i'm concerned about it it. i think doesn't that mean war robert yeah (laughs) true node aries yeah so that means that things are gonna Uh, get hot right really hot yeah and we've seen the debilitation of the South Node play out. You know, in Sagittarius, it was like law. What law? There is no law. Mm-hmm. You know, in Gemini, you know, a, a law for me and a law for thee, right? I mean, that's how that, I mean, there's a lot more going on. Now we're seeing, again, the debilitation of the South Node in Scorpio, and people are losing their shirts if they're engaged in this, uh, you know, even by the way, 401ks are, start, 401Ks are starting to take a hit too. Like it's oh, not, well, you know what? Not, Again, not, not just crypto, right? Not, not financial advice, but yeah. if it was me, okay? Yeah. This is just me, not financial advice. But if you have a sizable position in a 401k or IRA, yep. if it was me, I would take the tax hit and ask with, for what they call a distribution, cash it out. Yeah. Because I highly, I think all paper is going to burn, Robert. Yeah, and, and so yeah. I've been tracking some of the four hundred one k stuff, yeah. and they're starting to, you know, they're starting to trend downward, right, mm-hmm. and eating into people's retirement. So, and I always thought that the four hundred one k, I get it, right? You want to make up for the cost of living and all that stuff, right? But I always thought, thought that the four hundred one k thing was a scam. And well, it, well, you know what? For me, uh, I gave up on that on my last full-time job which was actually in the early 2000s yeah, yeah but i i cashed my you know what what little i i didn't have a lot but i cashed it out because and the lady says what are you going to do with this i was like lady i can make more money on my own and pay the taxes than leaving it in some you know i uh, 401k that i can't touch for who knows how long did you tell her you're going to sell crack i'm going to become a crack dealer yeah. uh, let me say this too you know uh one of the things about this uh the kind of like the crypto crash right now yeah. is I think it's putting a focus on what are these different classes of cryptos. Mm-hmm. And obviously I think some of the, the DeFi stuff like the staking and yield farming and, you know, getting 20% plus interest just by parking your coin somewhere, you better know what you're into, you know? And I think this is also going to put a focus back on some of the, more traditional coins you know the bitcoin forks like bitcoin litecoin dogecoin uh digibyte dgb that's a good one Uh, it's like under two cents right now Mm. so uh because those you know they're not gonna go away those like old school blockchains all the forks of bitcoin they're still gonna be around yeah and i like shiba inu but you know it's again i think most people they don't they don't spend much time understanding crypto and you know just for re-emphasis 
I I've talked to some people that are casual crypto people, which is most people, Robert, right? If they're even in it. And a lot of them, they don't even know what a wallet is. They think you just buy crypto and it sits on Coinbase. Mm-hmm. You better get that crypto off of Coinbase. Yeah. You know, put it in your own wallet. <laughs> so, yeah. 60 bucks for a hard wallet will save your butt. Okay. Yeah. So. That's the third time you've said it. So if you're yeah. not paying attention, that's your, it's on you yeah. at this point. Yep. Uh, any final uh, words, thoughts that you want to share with people before we send you off into your wild and wonderful uh, LA know, weekend? I, I think I think that um, what's happening right now is no surprise. Mm-hmm. But when you see it happen in real time, still an eyebrow raiser. Uh, but I think long term, you know, the crypto will still be it has a big run still. It's just that give it some time and then take note of the larger like yearly or multi-month cycles. And like I said, this will bottom out, I think, in June. And we'll have a run. And then we're going to, the Robert, the crash, <laughs> the crypto crash at the end of this year, oh, it's going to be atomic winter. But guess what? If if you, like I said, you don't even have to like sell all your positions. But if you take the top off of this next run and you buy back again when it drops down, you're never going to see these prices again. Never. Right. And guess what? Most people say, oh, it's over. Crypto was a scam. And then in 2023, 2024, they're going to be like, why did, I, why, did I, why did I sell my crypto? I think you're right. I think you're right on this one. You know? Yeah. And guess what? The bankers love this because most people lose money on emotional trades. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. And thank stuff. you, Robert, because... You know, I think you've created something special here with uh, your show and the Chatlandia people. And, you know, we're no geniuses, but guess what? If you put focus and attention, which is a kind of a work, well, Saturn rewards putting the elbow grease in. in yeah. Although, like, being aware is something that we like to do, mm-hmm. there's a value in that. And I think we proved it here. No, yeah. I, I agree. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, we are kind of a, a node, right? Like we're yep. a node, you know, and Chat Chatlandia is a node and Emily's world is a node. So we have all these different nodes. And a lot of these people are really, really smart. In fact, you know, I would say you're all smart. Um, and there's a lot of crossover with these various nodes, but this is a great node. And uh, it's a byproduct, like you're being here, uh, you're talking about this stuff, you're giving people a heads up, it's a byproduct of the consciousness that that we accumulate together. So, um, yeah, thanks for pointing that out. And uh, I agree with you. It's a, it's a really great group. Yep. Yeah. Well, it's good talking to you today, Robert. And, uh, hey, I haven't gr- given up on crypto. You know, look, still rocking the Doge shirts. So. <laughs> That's loyalty. That's the loyalty thing with the dog, right? That's a loyalty piece. Well, you know what? I'm in the Doge cult. And since we're in a Uranus and Taurus, Taurus does rule cults and cult followings. Yeah. And you know what? I was along for the ride even before I knew Doge was actually going to be a thing, like a, as far as money-wise. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's been great to watch you do all this stuff. Masaki, thanks. Have yourself a great weekend, okay? Yep, you too. Happy right, Friday, everybody. Bye-bye. We'll see, we'll see you again.